Hey, sweets. Hey, savories. I'm Alyssa. I'm AJ, and this is the Sweet or, or Savory, savory podcast. podcast. Yo, welcome to episode 10 of Sweet or Savory. Oh, my goodness. The final episode of the season. Of this season. Of this season. Not Just of all time. The first season. And we won't be gone for long. Stay tuned to the end to find out when we'll be back for season two. Season two. Woo. Absolutely. Uh, wow. I'm just like happy that we got here. Me too. Honestly. <laughs> it, it, it's been a long road. It's uh-huh. been a long road. It really has been. It really An has been. An idea that started in the car. It did. Yeah. We've always wanted to do podcasts, so we just did it. We just did it. If you are not on YouTube, you can see that I'm, you won't see this, but I will explain to you that I'm wearing a Team Sweet <laughs> hoodie. And I'm wearing a Team Savory hoodie. We got this from our mm, partners and friends at Merch Labs and... uh yeah. So get your merch when you can. Get your merch. And we are obviously on opposite sides of the spectrum when mm-hmm. it comes to peanut butter being sweet or savory, but also on a lot of things and a lot of topics that we covered in season one and soon to be season two, more yeah. things that we <laughs> will be debating on. Fun topics. Like it, Disneyland over Disney World. Which way do you face in the shower? Big or small wedding? Aisle or window seat? Julie or Nathan? Ooh. Oh, you're going to make us choose between you? Ah, <sighs> I have mine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, Real quick, before we start the episode, and if you're watching the YouTube video feed especially, that is Julie, our lovely producer. Mm -hmm. And also, Nate, could you make an appearance as well? We've only seen you maybe three or four times during the season. (laughs) There he is, the lovely Texans. The lovely Texans. We forgot to say, check us out on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars, please. Five stars only. Because <laughs> five stars only. <laughs> <laughs> because today's topic is arguably the one you've been waiting for. The one you've been waiting for. The most polarizing of the season, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Can you be friends with your ex? Ooh, Ooh. We saved this episode for last for a reason. Because you know, it's a touchy subject. It's a tough subject to talk about. It is. This already might be an opinion, but it's it's a case by case thing. I think. I mean that. I don't know. It, we're gonna get into it. Yeah, we will get into it. <laughs> now, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, what should we share? What side we're on? Can you be friends with your ex? Yeah. I, I mean, again, I think there are multiple sides, but yes. My feelings are, and I'll go into more context. No. You cannot be friends with your ex. With a caveat, okay? There are many caveats to that question. With some caviar. I would, <laughs> I would say, I would actually go on the sides of, yes, ev- anything is possible. You can do anything you set your mind to, including being friends with your ex. <laughs> but should you be friends with your ex? That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Randy. Thank you, Randy Jackson. Is, is there any more to oh, what you're going to you say? Want, yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Well, I w- was going to let you have an opportunity to say what side you were on. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Look, look. Here's the thing. There's a couple layers to this because I've learned so much just in the last five years that we've been together. 
and over the last six years that I haven't been with a specific person or seven or whatever it may be. So I've learned a lot in, in different periods of time. So me in this present moment leans more to, towards a no as well. And well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. And there's no debate. All right, we can close it up. Although I will say, and again, I brought, I just brought this up. There is a kind of a case by case thing because yes, there are some girls that I have had like romantic, a couple of months fling type thing with that I am still fine with. Like cordial, we can say hi. And there's even one high school ex-girlfriend that I have that is still friends with us. Also, time tell, time can tell, only time can tell. I think that's really my my basis for for when I do lean towards yes in certain cases. I mean, so you kind of did a little a little run around there. You said yes <laughs> and no. Um, but I think ultimately what you're saying is. Yes, right? You can be friends with your ex. I just want to make it clear for the for the listeners. <laughs> I'm freaking sweating, dude. <laughs> Don't sweat. No, it's also because it's, it's also because okay. we're in hoodies yes. that we want to show off because hopefully during our season break, you're able to also buy some merch. Yeah. Can I ask um, Julie real quick what yeah, her, oh, yeah, yeah, her yeah, thing is? Yeah. Are you, for my opinion. Yeah. Okay. My opinion on can you be friends with your ex? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you you theoretically could. Mm. I I think you can be civil with your ex. True, that's if that's you're gonna so like different. hang out, like it maybe maybe if you guys both were in the same friend group before you dated, and then like you don't want to divide up the friend group, make people choose, so you're gonna be around each other over time. I would say, depending on the relationship, possibly you could hang out in the group and be friendly if that makes sense and like joke around again one day mm, be that, friends that as in like you guys individually are friends and like you hang out no I definitely like I mentioned I think it's possible to be civil with your ex and obviously there are other caveats there like say you um, you're in the same friend group or maybe you have a child together and you like you're forcing yourself to yeah. remain sure, civil sure, sure. I don't think you necessarily have to be enemies but I think putting, and I'm also bringing another layer into it too. When you when you do start a new relationship, that causes strife for that new relationship to start. If you are still remaining, you know, fr- if you're still friendly, friendly mm-hmm. yeah. with your ex, and it it leads to like uncomfortability for a lot of people and a lot of parties, which which is why I feel like it's more leans on the no side. Also, depending on the breakup it might be difficult for you to move on and heal if you're still trying to be friends. But then again, if you're the person who broke up with the other person and if you were really just like not feeling it, then probably you could be friends. But what about the other person? The breakup and I would say the seriousness of the relationship, of the relationship yeah. is yeah. context. Because, well, if you were in love with someone, like if you loved that person, maybe you you pictured a life with that person or you did have a life with that person, I would imagine it to be hard to separate from that relationship. Like there's still parts of you that 
are a part of each other. You're not, there's no going back from that. That's just the way it is. Like you're going to have a piece of each other forever, but does that need to continue on in, in your new life or um, after you guys have broken up? I don't think so. I think I generally, I absolutely agree. I, I think the only thing that I'm thinking of is like the special case. Well, I don't even know if I was in love with my high school girlfriend, the one that we're still friends with. You know what I mean? So hi, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> We lo- no, we we love we Amanda. We love do love Amanda. Her, but I, I think generally, yeah, it sure. does make for an awkward situation, especially in the beginning. Yeah, Amanda's yeah. married now, and we're about to. Be yeah, married. She's ma- and to add to the layer of seriousness, we were together for like maybe a year in high school, and it's been yeah. far. It's been a long time since high school. Yeah. Maybe when I was twenty-one, it hasn't been that. It wouldn't have been that long since high school or twenty-two. But right now, presently. I'm 33 years old. I feel absolutely removed from the situation. Are you currently still friends with your (laughs) exes? Uh, I just want to bring context for the viewers because most people, unless they're in our inner circle, they don't know what our relationships are with our people and why we feel like strongly a certain way. My my serious relationships excluding the one we brought up earlier which to me in high school was semi-serious mm-hmm. i am not currently friends with my exes but at one point you were <laughs> <laughs> okay i feel no, like okay. we can open up about I w- it i would love to because we've already kind of went there some people know because we were on jubilee <laughs> yeah we were we were on we were on jubilee. jubilee and for the first year to two years of our relationship, it was a big... It was a big conflict. It was a big conflict that we had Mm -hmm. where we weren't on the same page of being friends with your exes because when AJ and I first started dating, his philosophy was, yes, you can be friends with your ex regardless of... Maybe not regardless of all situations, but for the most part, you leaned on the side of, yes, I am... And you were friends with pretty much almost all of your exes. I mean, not every relationship can start from like a perfect time Mm -hmm. in your life. Yeah. I would like to give a lot of that credit to our relationship. Yes, I will give you credit for that. No, no, not even to me. I was actually going to say to you. I Like I want to give all the credit to you. But it's really, it was really both of us growing through that. And you gave me a lot of grace to, and a lot of space to figure that out. Because for me, it was a casual thing. I was just like, oh my God, let's be friends. Like, of course, I'm still friends with this person. And I would fight you about this. Oh, we fought for a full year about it. <laughs> and I was just like, well, this person's still close with my sister. And this person helped take care of my, you know, yeah. the, the context is that I care a lot about my family. Mm-hmm. And when someone is there for my family, to me, that's like life debt. You know what I mean? We're like, I owe them for life. But the more questions I kept asking myself and how does it serve me as a person and how does it serve our relationship? When I kept asking myself these questions, I always ended up in the same place. And that place was, it's not necessary. Mm. And I actually convinced, not convinced, but I actually talked about this with a few people who were in very similar boats. And they're Mm -hmm. like, man, you're right. Like, I don't really need to spend the time and energy because anytime that I would either reach out to this person, to my ex, I don't know, make sure they were coming to a a specific celebration or something yeah. like that's extra time and energy out of my day that that 
responsibility could go to somebody else. Yeah. It was a little complicated because this ex was like very involved in your family. Very involved in my family. It was like confirmation sponsor for my little sister. So for context as well, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot. During Justine, my little sister's graduation, I had <laughs> Alyssa and her went to the graduation and wore the same shirt. shirt. <laughs> because everyone had matching shirts. Because we were the, celebrating Justine. It was like a funny sh shirt with Justine's face on it. In my mind, I was trying to make it work because this is someone who I knew was very important to my family. I didn't even ask them about how they felt about the whole situation, by the way. I didn't talk to my sisters about that. I just kind of assumed that if I tried to keep the peace, that mm -hmm. it would be okay. Because on the surface, you played it really, really cool. And oh, you were I, played super it, I played it really cool to a little too cool. I think I, I tried to be extra cool to like compensate for the fact that I had no control over what was happening. Like I, I think because I strive so hard to be a part of your family and I'm going to cry now. <laughs> I think because in the beginning of our relationship, I, I wanted us to be close and me to be close with your family. And I always felt like I'll never take, take that spot. Like I'll, I'll never be able to have a sister relationship with your sisters because someone else has already taken that spot. And so that was why it was so hard for me to get through for the first year of our relationship because I was always like, no matter how hard I try, in in your eyes and in their eyes, this person is always going to take a spot that I that I will always strive for. Because for me, it didn't feel like it was ever, you never took my side in the beginning of our relationship. It was always that person's side because you just didn't see it from my perspective. Like you had, you didn't, know like how hard it would hurt me and I tried so hard to be cool about it for the first like two years um I even like went out of my way to like do things that I was so uncomfortable yeah, with yeah like Alyssa had got, coffee with I had coffees I like I did things and you know she was still involved in your friend group too so I would be in the same room and like at the same party like I was called her name and like Every single oh, moment yeah, yeah, yeah. that that would happen that led up was like so hard for me to go yeah, through. Yeah, that was not great. And so like I, it's obviously something we're over now. And like I know that it was never a, it was never a burden or like it wasn't a hump that I had to go through to be like closer with your family or anything like that. But at the time, it was a huge like deal for me. And I think also from the people that I, the, the friends that I would tell like, that didn't that wasn't in your, on your side or like in your circle of people are like wow like that is a red flag <laughs> like for most people that is a red flag and so it was so hard for me to have to keep defending it for you on my end too and I'm like no like I promise like this is this is a good relationship like this is it for me and like every time we would get into an argument about it it was just like why do I have to keep doing this it does depend on your current situation too, you know, like maybe when you have a good, a good relationship, it doesn't work out a clean breakup. And especially if your family's involved, then maybe there is a space for kind of trying to be friends. But then as soon as you have somebody else in your life that needs to be the top priority, 
it just regardless, things have to change. Like, I don't think there's really space for you to have a best friend that was in the role of like a romantic partner if you now have a new romantic partner. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's always going to come up and obviously need to be each other's top priority. So I think if you are thinking about and have, like you said, put priority in your new partner with an, and not take the side of an, not side, but um, not only see the perspective of your own and, and, and that perspective of the ex partner, then you'll be able to get through it. But I feel like that was a hard uh, a hard part of our relationship was that yeah. I didn't feel like you were seeing my perspective or you you saw it, but you didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I take full credit for not, yeah, not putting myself in your shoes. I should be able to take your feelings and and what you say and just say, this is that's top for me, you know? Also trying to navigate through everyone still being friends with my ex, you know, and being in the same friend group, same hometown, right? And that that is, we didn't have a clean breakup. I think that's a, a, like a lot of the responses and, and yeah. people and saying like, if there is something that is just like clean and all good, you know, wiped away. If I was healed from that relationship, then it would be fine. But there was also some healing that was have been that was kind of overlapping with when our relationship I mean right. I will also give you credit too because when we started dating like we didn't know what we were getting into like we didn't start dating just to date we started off as friends and it led into us dating seriously um, yeah. and I feel like I remember even when we were dating but not exclusively you you told me you were like yeah i'm still friends with my ex i'm still friends with like Mm -hmm. a lot of my exes and like this person will probably be in my life for a long time or forever and at the time i was like oh that's like different but that's not like a that's not a red flag because um that's kind of cool that he could be friends with his ex until you're in the the situation where it starts to feel more serious i think is when it starts to get more uh rocky yeah and it was very rocky and i saw the the tears and you know the pain and i i changed my mindset i really did i had to change it and it was all positive. And like what you said about just relationships in general, you just kind of have to like trim the fat. You know, mm-hmm. you got to like get rid of toxic, you know, relationships in general and connections. And you you shouldn't have to spend your time and energy on those things. And my ex-girlfriends are kind of part of a group where I don't need to spend any extra energy on. You know, I will say that I'm actually thankful that, and maybe a lot of people are in this situation that, this like your ex is not in your friend group or even industry, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have to like run into each other all the time. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, I, I have maybe like casually dated some people who I still see around in the industry, mm-hmm. but that to me is, is, is not on the same level yet. And it doesn't hold that same weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like because we went through like the rough patch of us, you know, going through that and me 
watching you evolve too from you being so set in your ways of this is how it is even before we started dating and then we started dating and you were still kind of set in your ways but evolved to include me more like listen to me more and not just like following it up with uh like your words because I I will say like you always validated me in your words but it wasn't always validated in your actions and so that's why it was like triggering at at times but we like learned how to get through it together like yeah. the, the only way we would have been able to get through it was together because it wasn't just if i just told you how i felt and you just cut it off like that would also would have not felt good for it to just have mm -hmm. been coming from me telling you to do something yeah and i'm so and i never told you what to do because i didn't right. want to do that right 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 i mean i'm so thankful that you allowed me again the space for growth and yeah i was stuck in the mindset of <clears throat> and maybe it is fine for other people like i don't want to like shade anybody who yeah. thinks it's okay in our situation we're talking about our situation yeah we're th talking about <laughs> our situation i'm i'm so glad because that only allowed me to have like a really really strong relationship with you where i'm able to see you as my best friend you know and not just like a lover you know like i know that we ha have had some friends in the past who were like wow i'm so jealous of you and Alyssa because you guys are like best friends i'm only like lovers with my boyfriend <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and, mm -hmm. and i'm like dang you're you're missing out mm -hmm. is what i would say but i would have never gotten there if if i had kept that same you know mindset of spending some energy elsewhere i don't think i said this but i do not communicate with any of my exes not necessarily um well yeah i guess so i guess no wait what 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 are you talking about uh, what do you mean no like didn't there wasn't there like a a like a cop question that you asked your ex because okay. he's a cop okay 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 so I'm not friends with my exes, is what I should say. Do yeah, I like communicate you, you, yeah, with them? Yeah, like that's a straight that not that's not a straight lie, but that's like that's well, kind of misleading. Okay, it's kind of misleading, but I try to avoid it at all costs. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, because my relationships have not had clean breaks. I think that has had to do with it. They've always been one-sided or messy. So uh, I have not maintained relationships with any of them. Have I texted them for certain things in, in life? Yes, but not a constant communication. Yeah. As far as communicating with your exes, so you're not going to be friends with them, but should you text them for any reason? Should you communicate with, any, with them for any reason? Or is it cut off, done? This was on a podcast. This topic or texting yeah. your ex was on a TikTok. There was a TikTok that clip people that went sent me because they knew that this was going to be a, a topic on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't think you need to be texting your ex if you need them for something, whether that's an opinion on something that maybe only they know, or if there's like a family tragedy. I think that that, that, that can well. give leeway for like texting them because. You if know, you want to. If like, you if want you, to. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think you need to text them Merry Christmas or Happy Birthday. Okay. Definitely or, not Merry Christmas. <laughs> there's something that reminds you of that person. Like that's no, not that's a no, no. That. Yeah. That's absolutely a no, no. That TikTok clip that you said, 
there was an interesting perspective about texting about birthdays that I think one of the girls there brought up that it's like, you know, birthday, and especially, you know me, I love birthdays mm-hmm. and I love celebrating birthdays. A birthday yes, should be a thing that you celebrate with your inner circle. And it's a little different for me because I have, and you now, we have online presences that everybody will wish us a happy birthday. You know what I mean? On Facebook or whatever. <laughs> and Facebook has made it a culture where actually birthdays feel less important because everybody has to say happy it, it's It like encourages birthday, you birthday, to say happy birthday. birthday. Exactly. But in, in the at the roots of it, a birthday should be celebrated with an inner circle. I, I So mm-hmm. I agree with that girl when it's like, when she says you shouldn't go out of your way to text happy birthday to an ex. I agree with that too. I think the family tragedies is a special case, especially if you had a, a connection with, with that, that person, person. Yeah. who passed away. I agree with that because loss is, I think, a universal feeling of like empathy. Yeah. That you you can empathize for someone that has lost someone, especially if it was someone that affected your life. But I think taking that out of it, just like thinking of the person, it's okay and good to just reach out as like a, another human Right. Of like letting them know, like, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to hear some psychology of breakups? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So a study by cognitive neuroscientists at Columbia University used brain fMRI scans to look at brain activity in unmarried people who had experienced an unwanted breakup in the previous six months. Participants looked at pictures of their ex-partners while thinking about shared experiences The researchers Mm -hmm. compared the scans to when participants looked at pictures of a friend or when they were exposed to pain via a hot probe on the arm. Oh. The scientists found that the same parts of the brain lit up when individuals looked at the ex-partner pictures or experienced physical pain, but not when they looked at the friend pictures. Yeah, wow. So So it's a different kind of feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after you've been through a breakup, in this study, the breakup feels more like physical pain than it feels like friendship. Which is a sign. Which is that is what a, we're saying? Yeah, it's which like, is a sign from science that yeah. you're, science. you're not ready to your be friends. And I yeah. think if it is, if it ends up being a casual thing, like I was also reading our Instagram responses and a lot of them were like, yes, absolutely, you can be friends. Like we invited them to our wedding, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like then maybe that, breakup didn't cause you pain Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. which then and I don't want to I'm not trying to judge anyone's relationship but like also is maybe telling of the love you felt for that person maybe because when you broke up and if you did not feel that pain Pain. Mm -hmm. then maybe there were not strong feelings it wasn't like yeah, maybe you were in in love like who knows what that really is but it's it wasn't strong enough to to cause actual pain pain and I think in this context and this episode and what we're talking about and what we're referring to is people who have caused you as much pain as love that they gave to you in your life. Is mm-hmm. that fair? I, th- I That is fair. But I also think you also have to think about, again, if there's other parties involved. So if that person maybe didn't affect you at all, but is still affecting your new partner, I think that should be you should take that into consideration yes, and that absolutely. should be priority absolutely. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we're, we're asking individuals 
but we're not asking like we don't know what their partner is going to say. Like, the, yeah, are we asking partner. a couple that both mutually agrees or one just kind of lets it slide? Because I let it slide for a while, but my true feelings were inside Dang. and hurt. So That's true. The responses we're getting are from one, one person, person. And maybe they think they might be speaking on behalf. And maybe some are. Some so are, I don't want to yeah. give, you know, I don't want to take that away from them. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I think what gets lost and what got lost for me is how the other person feels, right? And I also will never know how my ex feels about the situation that they're mm -hmm. in, any of my exes, of what side they're on, mm -hmm. and then how it affects you and how it affects a new relationship. That's all stuff that needs to be thought of. When our Jubilee video came out, I had a lot of people reach out to me and were in my DMs like, how did you do it? <laughs> I'm going through it right now. And as the person who was affected by it on that end that felt like they had no control, I would advise them to communicate, like just keep communicating that with your partner and don't try to be the cool girl. And like, don't try mm -hmm. to just for the sake of everyone else's happiness, try to diminish yours because yeah. it'll catch up to you and it'll cause even bigger fights with you and your partner. Um, because I think if I was more straight up about it from the beginning, then we wouldn't have gotten in as many tiffs about it. Yeah. But at the same time, I think I was also doing the right thing for what was right for us, which was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. And so I think most people end up doing that if they're stuck in that situation. But just communicate with your partner and yeah. be tr like be actual true to what you really feel. I'm so sorry that you felt like, <laughs> I mean, you said that you felt like you had no control. And that's like not good. That's no, like, it's like not. not great. Like I wish I would well, have I had. I knew I had more. control of, the only thing I had control of is if me or you were going to stay together. Right. That's the only thing I had control of. But other than that, I didn't have control of your actions. I didn't have control of anyone else's actions. I could only control what I would t tell you and what I decided to do with that. And yeah. that's all you can do when you're in that situation. If you can be as honest with yourself and as honest with your partner as possible, then the right thing will happen because yeah. I can't guarantee you that it's always going to work out because sometimes it doesn't. AJ, what's your advice for someone who was friends with their ex, but <laughs> now they're in a relationship, they want to make their current partner the priority. How do you communicate to your ex that even though you've had a good friendship, it's kind of time to end it? Mm. My communication honestly just faded. And that is telling of of where that relationship is in your life you know I didn't have to re-break up with my ex if that makes sense and I'm also not trying to demonize my ex you know what I mean like I no, want to make no. that clear like we're not talking that's why I this whole time it was not about the person yeah it was a it was always about the situation because if it were just about the person like literally no issues at all that's yeah. why it was easy to I think make it not easy it was easy in my head that like oh this shouldn't be an issue but it yes, is yes because at the end of the day this person was a like one of the kindest people that I yeah. ha have met but at the end of the day it still brought up these outside things and 
So I think it doesn't necessarily matter on the intentions of the person. Yeah. It's just the situation that you're in sometimes. Right, right. It's not a reflection on, you know, this person. We all have our roads that we take and we all have the obstacles and the experiences that we need to have to get to the places that we're at. As far as advice to somebody who's going through it is that your person will end up being your best friend, even over your best friend, like your homie best friend. You know what I mean? So not just your ex best friend, who is your ex relationship, but then over, you know, I think about my our wedding coming up. Arby is pretty much handing me over. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I mean, it's been that way, to be honest. And he he feels that way in his relationship as well. Yeah. That's how I know we are both, we're both grown. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we are best friends. Yeah, we, we've been best friends since third grade. But we know who our real best friends are and who, who've been there, who will be there for us for the rest of our lives, like till death do us part type stuff. And that's your partner. So because of also, I never really thought about committing long term in an official type of way, aka marriage. I didn't think about that stuff until we started until talking we, about it. And so we started talking about it. And, you know, Alyssa really was the one who was like, hey, when are we going to move in together? Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not saying that. Whoa, in a, no. whoa, there, buddy. <laughs> I'm not saying it in a way where it's like you're you're making the decisions or whatever, or like in, in a way that maybe people are you're even joking around about. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, that's not how it was. It's like, I'm glad that you're like, hey, you need to wake up because this is where our life is headed. So you with me or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say that. <laughs> Is that the accurate. case? That's yeah, accurate. I mean, say that was accurate because I, in our situation, I was moved out of the house. You were living in Riverside. It felt like it was a long distance relationship because we had to, I was working during the week. You worked weekends sometimes. So it was like, we had to figure out when yeah. we, we were going to see each other. And I wanted to know like when it would be comfortable for you to move in together. So I'm, I am the one who brought it up first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you are looking at the feed, you see a new person who just appeared. Whoa. Magic. (laughs) Hey, Justine, what's up? Hey, everybody. This is my first time on the pod. I like my first time, like officially like being in the studio. Yes, absolutely. Justine is my sister. She is 10 years younger than me. Uh, She is super talented, multi-talented, wears many hats. She's also the social brand slash brand manager for Kuyate, which is a company that we, that Alyssa and I co-own. And uh, yeah, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. My future sister-in-law, and she is one of my bridesmaids. She is. Justine is like our bestie, and we love hanging out with you. I call that, I call AJ and Alyssa my millennial support couple. (laughs) My millennial emotional support couple. Wow. Absolutely. I'm I'm grateful to have that honor. That's great. (laughs) It's amazing. Justine third wheels us a lot, which we don't mind at all. You spend probably the most time with Justine. (laughs) I live with my siblings, but we spend more time with Justine. I'm the most frequent. I don't even live in Roland Heights and I'm the most frequent visitor. And if you happen to follow Justine on Instagram, her birthday photos that she just took, Nathan Texan, who's behind our camera, also took those photos. The goat. 
He's the absolutely. goat. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the goat. Absolutely. Um, Justine has been listening through this whole conversation. And <laughs> I don't have a specific question to ask you, but what are your thoughts on this situation? I think to reiterate the first thing I sent in um, to your Instagram poll, yes, which was, um, can you be friends with your ex? The word can. Yeah, anyone can do whatever they want. Um, but obviously <laughs> the question is, should you? And obviously it's different for everyone, but my simple answer is just no, because it's just easier for truly everyone involved. Because once you've sort of like exhausted your relationship with that person, mm. if you think you're better off as friends, I guess that's one thing. But once you've exhausted that type of relationship that you can have with that person, like what more does that serve you in the future? If, especially if you're with another partner already, like there's truly, in my opinion, no point in keeping a relationship alive. Like you said, it's just more energy on your part. And, you know, with the illicit situation, like I've seen the hurt that that puts people through and like that, it's just, it just, it's yeah. so much easier. It just saves just so much time and effort on everyone's parts to just cut that off. It's a good point that you bring up where you say you've exhausted that yeah. relationship. Nobody sees the future, obviously. But if you were looking from the top, if you were like up in heaven looking down and you could see a meter. That's like <laughs> the end. It's at the end. It's at the very end. And you're like, this person no longer serves your, your, your journey, your yeah. journey, you know, then what's the point? But you, granted, we don't see that in real time. Yeah. So it's hard, it's to, hard to see. It's hard to see. It's hard to see. But I like the way you put that especially for those on our Instagram saying, yes, you can be friends with your ex. If you find out that you are better off as friends. Then you haven't exhausted the relationship. There's still mm. something that it can serve you because friendship is just mm. as fulfilling as a romantic relationship sometimes. So yeah. if you haven't exhausted that relationship, then I think, yes, you can be friends with boundaries, of course, mm -hmm. but no. <laughs> but yes. overall, but overall, but overall, no. why, but overall, why? I'm not friends with any of my exes because I, like I said, I've exhausted that part of my life. There's no reason for me to have yeah, to revisit that them. ever. Yeah, boo them, boo them, boo them, <laughs> boo your exes, specifically one. Boo! Um, as far as like reaching out to them for certain things, like oh, what was that one place that we went to this one time or like small things like that. I also think that that's unnecessary because oh. you could totally get that information from someone else. Or if you just like thought hard enough about it, you could probably remember. Um, right. So I think little things like that are also unnecessary because you can get any of the information that you're asking of them in your own mind or from someone else. Um, so I just think it's, I just think it's unnecessary. I agree. I think sometimes people don't think about that. Like there's not enough critical thinking happening where like, oh, should I do that? Could I find this answer somewhere else? Right. <laughs> Maybe they just go straight to the to the source without thinking of the other options right, that, right, that right, are right, presented. Right. You did say, and I genuinely do not care. <laughs> like you did say earlier that you you can text that person if only they know the answer. You did say that. Yeah. What do you mean? But that, that actually goes against what Justine just said that you also agreed with. No, because in that situation, okay, this is an ex. We did not have a clean breakup. It was a specific thing that you were asking about. 
And so you wanted me to verify if this person was the person we were talking about or someone else. Yeah. I, I, I could have sworn there was one more situation where you were like, and again, I genuinely oh, did God. not care. Like, I, I, know, still don't, I still don't I care. I know actually. you genuinely don't care. <laughs> um, but you had texted him to ask, I don't know, w- w- a question. I genuinely don't remember. The only thing I remember was like the uh, the realtor question. Mm. That was it. Was there another thing? I think there was a cop question. I don't remember. <laughs> I honestly swear to God, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> this seems like... What's going on here? If I remembered, I would answer honestly. I just don't remember that yeah. happening. Yeah. But I know the the most recent one. All right, Justine, would you give any advice to people who are either going through a situation where they are trying to either move on from their ex or or honestly try to stay friends with them? In terms of trying to move on, Time heals all wounds. Absolutely. And that is the simplest and most effective advice I can give. And if you're trying to stay friends with your ex, I would say, take a step back. Let's let's think about that one for a second. What can they really give you now that you've exhausted a romantic relationship from that situation? What can that still serve you? And if you really think that you can be friends with them and it can still be a fulfilling friendship, then do that but take a step back let's think about it and just like really assess agreed just great advice straight to the point great advice. one of our best guests mm-hmm. on the pod thank you so much thanks for having me we love you love you justine. love you love you justine so i know there will be many people who disagree with our general sentiment about mm-hmm. being friends with your ex but i will say that no one is in a black or white situation, you know? There is so much context and so many layers to every relationship, every Mm -hmm. friendship, every familial connection that you have, everything. There's so much um, nuance. So I do not want to discredit anybody's opinion on this topic. Right. We can only speak from our our experience. And if you want to listen to our advice, that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, this is, this was our experience, but we also, like AJ touched on, we don't know all the nuances going in your relationship. So take that with a grain of salt. Like don't just follow our opinions just because they're ours. There are so many different layers to this situation and only, you know, what's best for you. Sometimes, too, I will say, like, when you reach out and get opinions of advice from friends, people always stem from their own experiences, too. So try to listen to yourself and what you truly need and want, not just the what the opinions of others that are going to be. Yeah. And if you are taking opinions of others, take it from multiple perspectives, perspectives. That's always the healthiest way to go. And then choose which one you want to go with. Yeah. Or take (laughs) what you can from each each one. Right. And think about whether your relationships are sweet or savory. Oh. Or sour. <laughs> um, that was that was a heavy episode. I don't even know if we've said everything we want we want to say. And maybe we save that for season two. 
I said a lot of things. <laughs> I shared a lot more than we planned for. So you got a little extra sweet treat there. Or maybe it was savory. Oh. If there are additional topics that come up out of this conversation, we can talk more about it in season two, which yeah. is, should we announce yes, when season two is? We should. It is going to happen. May 31st. May 31st. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> so we will see, we're taking a short break to just tie tie up some loose ends, not really loose ends, <laughs> but just really prepare for the next season of Sweet or Savory. We want to come in fresh with some new ideas and organized and efficient and so we are excited. Do you want to call it the summer season maybe? Yes. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Absolutely. Julie never cuts us off. She comes in at the right time. As many people have said to us with feedback on our our podcast. So Julie, you're the best. And ultimately, we decided as a group before recording this podcast that we are going to do a summer season. So that's going to be awesome. Julie, how has your experience been doing this pod for the last 10 episodes? It's been so fun. I feel like I found my new calling. Oh. My new calling is a sweet or savory producer. Oh, Julie's a great producer. She is a great We're producer. We're really lucky. We are Aww. lucky that we are the first of, I'm sure, many if you want it to be. Because <laughs> uh, people have been asking all over. They're they like, have. Is, does Demand she do is other hot. podcasts? Aww. You know what I mean? Um, Hit me up. I want to do more. Hey, <laughs> or you should start your own. Yeah, yeah, I really do want to start my own podcast. Oh my gosh, you're getting everyone excited. Now they're going to be asking when your podcast <laughs> is starting. And we can't forget Nathan. Nathan. Who's Nathan. I mean, the real deal. The real deal. The quality is just top tier. Top tier. We love you guys. Uh, you cheers to the past 10 and cheers to the next 10 episodes. <gasps> we also want to thank the Texans for our parting <laughs> gift. Just for this season, it is a sweet or savory Branded peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> that you can get at. I'm totally getting. Pla- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that you can get at our on our website because we have a line of merch as well as peanut butter. I wish we had peanut butter. The merch thing is true. Uh, you guys so, really should come out with sweet peanut butter and savory peanut butter. Like a, a peanut Thai sauce flavored peanut right. butter. That's, something. Yep. We're doing it. And then we're like a Nutella. It. Chef Marlin has a pop up. <gasps> oh, Chef Marlin. Alyssa's dad. Oh my gosh. We're all freaking out right now. That's a great idea. Okay, so be sure to get our merch on sweetorsavorypod.com and be sure to also check out our past episodes. If this is your first one, like wow. we don't usually get this deep. But, <laughs> but if you like it, we will. We absolutely will. We'll keep will. doing it. We'll keep we're, coming up. Coming we're in so high. down. And also email us at sweetorsavorypod at gmail.com. During this break that we have, we would love to take Collect, your suggestions. Yeah, we would love. We're collecting suggestions and topics mm-hmm. so we can line them up for our second season. We're yep. really going to come in hot with all of your ideas. So absolutely, come through. If we, you have a suggestion, send in an audio clip of your take, <gasps> and maybe you'll have the chance to be featured on the podcast. That's a great idea. That's Julie. genius, Julie. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. send a voice note. That's how we've been collecting our guests. And speaking of guests, we want to thank every guest that we've had on the pod via voice notes and live, which was Andrew Sapin and, and Justine, Justine Raphael. Raphael. Uh, so we're just so grateful to everybody who has 
given their time and energy to this pod. We want to thank everybody on our Instagram, especially when we ask about polls Mm -hmm. and questions. Speaking of polls, I'd like to bring up the results of the can you be friends with your ex? I know what people said. Yeah, so I gave them an out a little bit. Yeah, you did. So I asked, can you be friends with your ex? And the answers were yes, no, or depends. Obviously. Most people pick depends. But it was 55% and then 29% say no, 16% say yes. So those people who said yes disagree with depends. Yes. They mean yes. 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 You can be friends with your ex. Brave. Which is very bold take. (sighs) There's much more to be talked about. Which we will continue talking about. I can't wait till season two. Me too. And we forgot to thank our Glisten Up team. We did. For all the behind the scenes work that they've been doing to support the podcast. Absolutely. Clips, the meetings we've had behind the scenes about strategies, when to post, you know, when to post the clips on YouTube. They are a big part of this podcast's a journey mm-hmm. and success that it's already had in its short time. So thank you to Ethan, Lexi, and Lisa. Love y'all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you to my parents and our families. Uh, mm-hmm. They watch and listen to our podcast all the time yes, and they send watch us the screenshots. Yes, they so do. thank you for being our big supporters. Yeah, our number one fans. Number one fans. And again, thank you to Danny Salerno for starting us off with yeah, is peanut, peanut butter, butter sweet or, or savory. savory. Thank you to Google for all of the trivia <laughs> that you have contributed to this podcast. Julie, you rock. Nathan, you rock. Thank you for your for your hearse. Thank you for your hospitality is what I was trying to say. And uh, also, I'd like to thank myself. Of course, we cannot end the podcast without thanking AJ Raphael. Our editor. Our editor, (laughs) our social media manager, our... I don't don't even know all the jobs. We're looking for an editor. That is is what I will say. Um, I, I don't like patting myself on the back, but... There was a lot of editing happened because we record for hours at a time. Sometimes <laughs> this, this one, one was, was an hour and 30 hours. minutes. Oh. And we're still Felt going. And we're still going. I don't know what the final cut will be, but there are a lot of things that I'm sometimes I'm racing against the clock because it's it releases on Tuesdays. Mm. And uh we would love to have an editor. Yeah. So we're putting that out there. Email us, send us your resume <laughs> at sweet or savory pod at gmail.com. I'm not kidding. I'm shutting my laptop now. Thank you for Bye joining everyone. us. Season one. We'll see you next season. Stay sweet. Or savory. Bye.